Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today we'll be talking about a root cause of suffering with anxiety, and I hope that you will enjoy as we unpack that suffering and the causes of suffering as we look at anxiety. So a root cause of suffering with anxiety, lots here. So let's let's see what we're talking about when we're talking about suffering with anxiety. What this comes down to is attachment, attachment to thoughts and um, the productions of our mind, right? So it's the attachment to those things. We really cannot stop those things from marching across our mind. And we do slow things down a bit with meditation and becoming mindful and being present. But the mind does what the mind does. And it is our attachment to those things that come across more than the fact that they are there. That is the problem. That is the suffering. And fear. Fear, 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 fear. Without concrete, immediate danger, fear causes all too familiar forms of suffering. And we all know these things. Feeling ill at ease, worry, nervousness, nervous tension, a case of the nerves, dread, anxiety, panic, and phobias. The thought of, quote, it might happen, or, quote, what if? Those are the niggling little thoughts that cause us great pain. Two or three little words that cause us so much pain. They cause a gap, if you will, between what is, meaning what's here right in front of us in this moment, and jumping into a possible future. Possible future. It is, as Eckhart Tolle calls, a mind projection. That's a good term to keep in mind. Clients that I have are strong, amazing, capable, intelligent people, and they actually handle so many things. They handle everything that is right in front of them. I mean, like really amazing lives these people lead. And you also, right? You can handle what's right in front of you because you do it day in and day out. What 
takes us down, what gives us that feeling of drowning and being unable to deal. And if we do this long enough, it does start to affect our daily life and how we deal with the things that are right in front of us. But that is a very end effect of anxiety's hold on us. We usually are able to handle the things that are right in front of us. What we cannot handle is the mind projection. We can not handle these imaginations. These are the things that bring strong, capable, intelligent people down, these mind projections. We suffer when we have the body reacting to these mind thoughts. These mind thoughts cause negative emotions. And why negative emotions? Why are they not causing us to feel wonderful and delightful? Why are we not having those kind of thoughts? Because those messages that the body is reacting to and receiving from the mind are usually thoughts about protecting us, about survival, about keeping us alive. We are wired this way. And we were wired this way to get us to where we are today in our evolution. We have developed a a mind and a brain, a brain that is very much unlike the original brain. And we are still dealing with that very young, very basic primal brain that once was needed to keep us alive is still here with us today. And with some of us, it has kind of gotten a little out of control. And we suffer when we have these bodily reactions to these thoughts that are coming from this mind. And the more attached we become to these ever-changing production, uh, overproduction of thoughts um, that the mind is producing, the more we will suffer. This is us thinking that we have to engage with each one of these thoughts. It must have meaning. It has value and we need to do something about it. The reality is that we don't. I like, again, I'm going to remind everybody of sitting in an audience, the audience of your mind, and watching the thoughts move across the stage. They are exiting. They are entering one side of the stage and exiting the other side. And you get to watch them. You don't have to engage with each and every thought that goes across our mind. You get to choose. And when we learn through meditation and mindfulness and present living that we can slow those thoughts down enough to know which ones we want to engage with, which ones do have value. This is discernment. This is where we become consciously living our lives, not reacting to these random thoughts that go across our mind. And I hear the thoughts that people have. I am privy to the thoughts of many, many people. And as much as they think their thoughts are very unique and bizarre, in the bizarreness of them, I mean, our, each of us have very our own flavor of thinking, but we all have what I call bizarre thoughts. We all have thoughts that we think, oh my God, I, I'm embarrassed I think these things. Like, where did that come from? Then they are just thoughts. It is the production of a mind 
And we as conscious beings are to discern which thoughts we engage with and which thoughts we let just exit stage right. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So depending on your life, your current life and your past life, you have your own collection of thoughts, right? You have, like I said, your own flavor of your mind stream. The problem is in attaching to this stream and believing these random thoughts. Again, they are just thoughts like actors marching across the stage. You don't have to dance with every single one of them. We are under a constant feeling of danger when we attach to these thoughts, these unexamined thoughts, because most of them are negative thoughts. We don't seem to have a constant flow of easeful, peaceful thoughts when we're stressed when we're short on time, when we're pushing to get through a deadline, when we're not feeling well, these thoughts are incredibly destructive. They can take us to scary places and make us feel like we are not worthy or we are incompetent. All, we all have our own flavor of that, whether it's that we are victims or that we are incapable. And so When we find ourselves with these thoughts and they are dancing across our stage, we can begin to examine them. We want to detach enough so we are not on the stage with them shaking each one of their hands. We are sitting in the audience detached from them. And we can ask them when we get them going slow enough, is it true? We can ask this thought, is that true? And is it due to my fear? 
my survival? Am I feeling like I am having a loss or a death? Am I, am I worried? Am I concerned of death or dying? Usually, that's what it boils down to. Because again, those thoughts were manufactured to keep us alive and keep us safe. So I say, why not look at and examine closely these thoughts? But often people don't look at them because they are afraid. Thoughts of loss or death or, um, you know, annihilation are quite frightening. That's where many people get into this existential anxiety, right? Why am I here? What is this life about? And then they become panicked or fearful rather than just letting the thoughts come across and maybe examining them with curiosity, not with judgment or fear, but simply with curiosity. So let's look more closely at these thoughts that ruminate or intrude on your thinking and let's see them for what they are. Is it fear of loss, fear of failure, fear of being hurt, of death? Again, the existential anxiety. Let them be there. Let them just be with a capital B-E without picking them up, without shaking their hands or taking them personally or taking them home and feeding them. The next time they come, it will be a bit easier to let them pass by without engaging with them. We practice this over and over in our meditation, and that is when our thinking begins to change because we have practiced. We have practiced when we sit on our cushion or our, our chair or our bed or the floor and let the thoughts come up and let them wander across that stage without following them. The more we practice this, the easier it becomes. The suffering arises in its familiar form of fear when we, and when we slow down enough, as in meditation, like I said, to choose to be with these thoughts and let them be without us putting judgment of fear or negative emotions on them. Let them pass by. Let them keep walking. Starve them. Don't bring them home. But let them keep going. When we give them energy, when we give them our attention by wanting to play tug-of-war with them, we are giving them too much energy, and they will follow us home, and they'll have a little snack, and they'll have you in their grips again because they will have more energy. So let them pass by. Don't bring them home and feed them. Our own time in the present moment, that we, the time that we spend being in the present moment, even if it's in our meditation or in our um, informal meditations when we're actually being in the moment, whether it's with our meal or with washing of the dishes or playing with a child, When we're in the present moment, this strengthens us to see clearly the fact that these random compulsive thoughts are unimportant. We have the discernment, the wisdom to choose which thoughts we will engage with. I hope it's been helpful for you to learn that it is not so much about outer things that are causing us this this anxiety, this suffering with the anxiety. 
It is our own internal process of our discernment and our grappling with the, these, these thoughts, these, it is our grappling and playing tug of war with these thoughts that keeps us in this struggle. And let's just drop the rope. Let it be. Again, it clearly, clearly slows down with meditation because we are practicing being with them. Let the meditation daily happen. Do some informal meditation. Remember that this practice is not something like turning on a light switch that will change everything, but the suffering will ease up with every time that we do not give attention or feeding to a random thought, an intrusive thought, a thought that we know does not really have meaning. We get to choose and we can let thoughts go. I can guarantee you if something is important enough, it will come to you and you will know how to handle it. The the scary thoughts, the negative thoughts, let them march along. Do not give them attention. Let them go. Let's see if we cannot ease up this suffering, this suffering that we have from anxiety from the root of paying attention to what Eckhart Tolle calls the mind projection. Let it go. Those thoughts are not who you are. And now for today's quote. It's from Eckhart Tolle. He says, stay present. Stay conscious. Be the ever alert guardian of your inner space. Again, that was Eckhart Tolle. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.